Do we have any gardeners in the house today? Welcome to the Anxious Therapist podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed therapist, online mental health coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. Are you ready? Let's do this. I am really not a gardener. I don't have much of a green thumb, but I want to so badly. This is like the time in college that I wanted a pet so bad. I bought a bunch of fish and I know this is horrendous to say. I did everything right. I promise. I don't know what happened, but I ended up killing all of them. Like couldn't even keep a fucking beta alive, y'all. And supposedly those are the easiest ones. So that's kind of how I feel about gardening. Every time someone gives me a plant, like a fucking succulent, which apparently it's supposed to be really difficult to kill those. I seem to have quite the knack for it. So I don't know. Um, That's maybe my hidden talent. I'm not sure. But I try. I want to be that person who has beautiful plants in in her home, plants outside of her home. I want to have a veggie garden and herbs and flowers. Like I, I want it all. It's just not my strong suit, right? And that's okay. I've been trying for years. As long as we've had our home, which is over four years now, Every summer, I try to keep a plant alive outside. Every winter, I'm trying new plants indoors. And I don't know what I'm doing wrong. But today, we are going to chat about the realization I had and the relationship between gardening and our mental health. So whether you're a gardener or not, doesn't matter. Because you are going to 100% understand what I'm saying. I came home this weekend after being away for a few days and holy smokes, I fucked up. I, my plants were golden before I left. It had previously just rained. They looked awesome. And I was like, this will be great. My husband and I are both out of town this weekend, but that's fine. The plants look swell. I'm not even worried about it. When I come home on Sunday, They're going to be thriving. Boy, was I wrong. A few days of being away and not watering them, and they were shriveled. And I was like, oh, here we go again. I've got a beautiful hanging basket. I've got a planter on our patio table. I've got a basil plant that was previously thriving and now I did it. I did them in. This is it. But there was that spark of hope, a single spark that maybe, just maybe, even though it's been a few days, if I give them some water, 
that might be okay. So sure enough, I water them. I turn in for the night. I go to bed and I wake up Monday morning to gorgeous plants that looked as though nothing ever happened. Like they never dried out. They were thriving. They were full again. The leaves on my basil plant, y'all, when I tell you they were wilty, like the saddest little plant you've ever seen. Ain't nobody going to eat that basil. Nobody even wants to look at it because it ain't cute. But when I woke up on Monday after giving it some water, it looked literally good as new. Absolutely stunning. Fresh for the picking, ready to be put into pesto or, you know, with some mozzarella and tomatoes and balsamic, like thriving. And I was like, oh my God. That's amazing. And you know how my brain works. I instantly was like, oh, this is our mental health. This is the same thing. Wow. And so today I'm going to empower you to start thinking about your mental health the same way you would your garden. Because here's the deal. It's now Tuesday. And I watered my plants again last night. So since returning home, I'm back on my everyday watering schedule, which they seem to, my outdoor plants love that. I don't know if that's typical or not, y'all. Again, don't come, don't come at me because I'm not a gardener. But that seems to be working. It's worked for the first few months of summer here. So we're going to keep going with the everyday watering, okay? They're thriving now. And so I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about how this is so related to our mental health. Because some of us, first of all, are like me. When it comes to our mental health, you're like me in gardening. I don't know what the fuck to do. When do I water? You know, when do I take care of it? When do I leave it alone? When do I engage? When do I not? And so we end up winging it. And that leads to poor mental health or a dead plant. In many cases. It's all about maintenance. The things I thought were most important to my plant's longevity and keeping them alive like the right amount of water the right temperature of water plant food food versus not plant food you know the soil that I'm using the the pot that it's in the amount of sunlight it's getting right all the things that I thought mattered mattered far less than my consistency. And that's the same thing for you and your mental health. You choose to move your body on some days and then you go weeks at a time without getting more than 100 steps in your day. 
and then you cut back on caffeine and your sugar intake and your mental health starts to improve and then you you know go on a two week bender of overindulging and then you start journaling and that feels like a great relief and it's doing wonders for your mental health and then you forget the habit and it goes away all of those things individually have the potential to benefit your mental health. But picking them up and doing them here and there isn't doing anything for you. Or doing it for a week at a time and then not doing it for three months is killing your mental health. It's so much more about the consistency. The fact that my plants need water every day. The fact that your mental health needs to be tended to every day to maintain fucking sanity, (laughs) to maintain peace and content, to maintain a neutral baseline of emotions. So often we tackle this healing journey and... We think we need to just do some really intense healing work. And so we hire a coach or we start working with a therapist and we spend, you know, a few months or maybe even a year really pouring into our mental health. And during that time, things slowly start to get better. We feel like, wow, I might be okay. I'm going to be just fine. This is working for me. And then the coaching program ends or you decide to terminate with your therapist and you stop showing up for your mental health and all of a sudden you are that wilty basil plant again because you're not watering it anymore you're not showing up for it putting in daily effort to maintain it. And so it's struggling. You have to show up consistently. And this isn't that all or nothing thinking that's like, you can never miss a workout. You can never have sugar or caffeine again. You can... um, You know, you have to journal every single day. You can never skip a therapy appointment. You have to constantly be investing in yourself. Like, no, then you're going to burn out. There's, There's a delicate balance. You have to identify for you what daily self care and upkeep looks like. Because it's the most simple things, right? The watering can for my flowers is just an oversized measuring cup that I keep in my kitchen cabinet. But at the end of the day, when I'm sitting on the couch and I go, oh shit, I haven't washed, washed, watered my flowers yet. And I think about the oversized measuring cup that's in the cabinet, 15 steps away from me, and another 25 steps to get out on the deck and water my plants. And I don't want to do it. Then I think about the consequence of not doing it. Okay, I can choose to not get up right now and water my plants today. 
But then I have to realize that tomorrow they're going to suffer because of it. They're going to be barely hanging on. That basil plant is going to look like some shriveled up old something something. Okay? My flowers are going to be dry and getting crispy. They're not going to be pleased. Same goes for your mental health. When you are so depressed, you feel like you can't even take a shower or brush your teeth. I need you to think about the longevity of that decision. Because getting up to do it is the hardest. It's the hardest part. Sorry, I received a phone call in the middle of that. I hate when I forget to put my phone in airplane mode when I'm recording. So I love my family and friends who choose to call me randomly in the middle of the day. But when I am recording a podcast, it can be so frustrating. (laughs) So anyway, that's the hardest part. Getting up to do the thing that you know is going to benefit you, right? So when I'm sitting here debating whether or not to go out and water my plants, I think about... Tomorrow, I'm going to feel disappointed if I wake up and look outside and they're all wilty again. Right? Same thing goes with your mental health. Yes, getting up and taking a shower or brushing my teeth right now or, you know, letting myself have a good cry or journaling or meditating or doing some yoga or going for a walk feels impossible right now. But if I don't do it, How will I feel an hour from now, tomorrow, a week from now? And I want you to start having those moments of accountability. You're turning into a wilty plant because you're consciously choosing not to water yourself. The consistency of showing up to take care of your mental health is 90% of the battle. Do you have traumas and old inner narratives and shit that's built up that you need to work through? 100%. And 90% of your healing comes from your daily choices. The thoughts you choose to engage in. The behaviors you choose to engage in the self-care practices you choose to engage in, the relationships you choose to engage in, all of that adds up to be at least 90% of your mental health and your overall well-being. So more than just the intense, you know, talk therapy and processing work, it's the day-to-day choices that keep you afloat that put you on the path to thriving and get you out of survival mode. That's where we need to start. Start treating your mental health like the garden you're caring for outside and watch it bloom. Okay, okay, I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but I mean it, and I hope you understand what I'm saying. You can start applying this 
right now to your daily habits. Implementing things so you don't get wilty. I love you guys so much. It means the world to me when you share the pod. Be sure to tag me at The Anxious Therapist. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode.